Welcome to American K Sisters. My name is Linda. I am Hina. Enjoy our show about the spectacular American life of two Korean sisters. Hina. Hello. I'm so glad I'm here. I almost <laughs> died, actually. That's the exaggeration. You survived. I survived the semester. Today, my grade, like the, you know, I teach at a community college and I mm -hmm. have to submit the final grades. And today was the deadline. Actually, today, 1 p.m. was the deadline. Oh, wow. And I finished at 3 p.m., <laughs> two hours late. <laughs> and, th and that never happens because I usually like plan ahead and finish things earlier. So I don't even like have to worry about the deadline. But, mm. but yesterday, I had to check. What time is it due? Like, I had to check the time, <laughs> not just the date. Oh my goodness. So, I'm so glad I'm here to talk about wrapping up this year. I am feeling really done. I can't believe it, actually. The, the December, yeah. the first half, half of the December just flew by. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's calm down and yeah. just talk it through. Yeah, sounds like today's the perfect uh, day to record our episode because we're going to talk about um, reviewing this year and then talking about plans for the next year. So yeah, first of all, congratulations. You're done with your semester officially. Thank so you, thank you. You're free. I still have um, four more days to go in my work mm -hmm. before our company holiday break. Um, but next week is going to be a bit slower because a lot of calls got canceled and already people started their PTO. So yeah, I feel almost the same. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So um, thank you, Hina, for pulling this up. I totally forgot about it. Turns mm -hmm. out when we had episode... Um, Last year, similar episode of wrapping up 2021 and beginning 2022, we had plans for this year, yep. like New Year's resolution. Let's review the plans and see what kind of progress we had for those plans. So, Linda, I think there are two major plans uh, that you had for this year. First one is saving yourself from phone and screen addiction um mm. i know it's going to be super challenging to completely be off of your phone or screens but mm -hmm. wanted to know how that went and mm -hmm. the other one is that you wanted to try some new stuff this year mm. and the first one is continuing with your newsletter and then being more strategic about your writing skills and the other one is um you are not sure at that point that but you were considering starting your own youtube channel or any like social or maybe podcast i don't know i don't remember the details but you wanted to start another creative channels for teaching korean so mm -hmm. how did all this go this year i mean i am still quite uh dependent and attached to my phone and i will tell you more about the causes later but i think it, it is a continuous struggle 
I it was not part of my plan, but this year one thing that went better than phone addiction issue was overeating, stress eating. Um, I think mm-hmm. I talked to you about it when we met the end of October. Right. I was just um stress about overeating and and you know the biggest reason was that i felt uncomfortable after i stuffed myself um my yeah. i physically felt sick but guess what there were times that once i start eating i just couldn't stop myself mm-hmm. um so at that time i started writing food journal i do not count calories i just write down what i have on my plate before i start eating and think about what I'm gonna eat. And that just made me feel more conscious of what I'm eating and how much I'm eating and felt more like mindful and present. That has helped me a huge deal. Um, oh, I think that was connected to my um, effort to, to reduce the phone addiction as well. Cause when I was eating alone at home, cause I work from home, there were times that, you know, you know what? It was all the time. Every time I ate alone at home, I watch videos like YouTube yeah, videos, yeah. etc. And guess what? Um, because it's addictive, I kept watching it like over an hour, and I kept eating. So it was like oh. an overeating plus like binge watching combined together. Right. And this food journaling underneath what I eat, I also wrote down the videos I watched. And guess what? It really made me um, aware of how many videos, how much I'm watching. So like sometimes like the list grow, like I was watching 10 different videos for an hour and I'm like, I need to stop. This is a good time to stop. Like, Mm -hmm. so that really helped me just be aware of Mm -hmm. what I'm doing uh, with my addictive behavior. Where did you get the idea of food journaling? I mean, you kind of talked to me a little bit about this, Mm -hmm. but I think that's a great idea to share with our audiences. I don't think I remember where I got the idea, but I think journaling is a popular idea for people to to become mindful. Um, And many people do recommend food journaling, like dietitians or um, people who who are trying to lose weight. I think Mm. they do food journaling. Often these days, people use app. I have tried to use app. It's a hassle. You have to find the food and there's often not food. Too much work. To, not food that I eat, like Korean food is not there. Mm. Um, and, you know, I realize my issue is overeating, not like losing weight. So mm-hmm. I, I just wrote down what I'm eating. Like mm. I, I didn't have to focus so much on calories. Um, so, so, yeah, that has been working well. And I, I plan to continue doing that. Uh, I'm going to travel um, starting tomorrow for holiday. I'm going to bring it with me and I'm going to oh, keep yeah. writing. Yeah. Yeah. That journaling um, reminds me of my journaling habit. Um, so I do journaling when I kind of have too much thoughts from the past social event, which mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about previously. So um, I, I call this journal be kind to myself journal and then um i just write down all these thoughts on my mind so Mm -hmm. i can just let them out first and then i started writing why this thought bothering me Mm -hmm. or why that specific behavior or 
person bother me. Mm-hmm. And then um and then I just write something as if I'm a third person, mostly close my mostly my close friend talking to me. So what I mean by that is because sometimes or most of the times these are bothering because I'm pushing myself too hard. Mm-hmm. But even like small mistake at work or maybe like language related mistake, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal at all. Like at mm-hmm. the end, people totally understood what that what I said. And also people obviously know that I'm international. Mm-hmm. But I'm just pushing myself too hard and then beating myself too hard about those tiny little mistakes. Mm-hmm. And if my friend is telling the story to me, then I'll totally, I'll obviously say that, hey, this is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people know that you are so knowledgeable and strategic in many other ways. Those tiny little mistakes do not really underestimate my value overall. Mm-hmm. I would say that. So I just write that down as if I'm telling to myself. Mm-hmm. So that has been really helpful um, and after that journaling practice, I feel really good. Like I can finally let it go. Yeah, I think I think journaling is a really good idea to just yeah. heal, give ourselves some room to breathe and reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about your second plan about trying something new? How did they go? So um, the the writing more or writing uh, for my newsletter regularly. That plan is going to roll over to next year because it didn't work out this year. And the like teaching Korean, um, it hasn't happened because, you know, I, 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 that was one of the ideas that I wanted to Mm-mm. try. Guess what? I have a list of ideas that I want to try. Um, I have other ideas about using Korean language with uh, non-Korean people who are learning Korean, mm-hmm. um, like make an artwork with Korean language. Um, so it's still in my head. I think that was not my top priority, so it didn't happen. But I am a fan of K-pop. I'm a fan of Korean language. Mm-hmm. And I, I love connecting with others who are interested in Korean culture, etc. So that is something that I definitely want to pursue in the future. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Well, I believe you diligently continued working on your newsletter though or you mean you publish your letters less frequently than you plan yes yes that's that's what i mean Uh um so yeah i will definitely talk about it more what i plan to do with it um later but Mm -hmm. that is something that didn't work out very well okay and i'm okay with it i want to ask you i see that you also had like two different plans what are they? Um, so the first one is visiting Korea, my home country. You did it! You did I it! I know! Yeah, it, I think we also recorded a podcast about it, right? Yes. In Korean did. and in English. Exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll link it in the show note. That was fun. Yeah. It's episode 18. By the point we were recording this, I was not sure if I can really visit Korea because right. I think at that point, there was a still maybe like a seven-ish day mandatory quarantine right. um, and et cetera. So I was not super comfortable. And um, yeah, but I think over time, things only got better. And a few months before summer, I was able to book my flight finally. Mm-hmm. 
So, yes. So, first time in three years, I yeah. visited my family in South Korea. It was a pretty long trip because mm-hmm. previously, I usually stayed maybe a week to 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, since I started working. But this time, I stayed there for about two and a half um, weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but time went by so fast. Uh so yes, that happened. Um, I'm planning to visit Korea, hopefully and ideally every year. Mm. Um, so another trip probably next fall or winter. Um, definitely, I'll do my best to avoid going there in summer. Yeah, <laughs> it was painfully hot. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm glad it happened. Um, how about the second one? Uh, traveling. Oh, yeah. Traveling other than Korea. It's just like <laughs> California. Did yes. you go to California? I don't think so. No, I didn't even... <laughs> I mean, this year, I didn't even go to uh, California. Right. But I um, I was able to get some chances to travel somewhere else. Right. Um, like Seattle. So I had this plan because right before our recording... Um, I mean, last year's recording... I met my friends for the first time in a while. She, mm-hmm. We met in a grad school and she moved to LA uh, for a new job right mm-hmm. after graduation. And I think, yeah, it, it, it had been like almost three, four years since then. Mm-hmm. So she um, seemed very happy about her life in California. Mm-hmm. And then she was aggressively convincing me to move (laughs) and even like she even offered me to stay at her place for a while while I'm just looking for a job or working from home like she was really aggressive and then like like a salesperson the moment I met we met she started hey so here are the best things, um, <laughs> you know, in California or whatever. And then number one, number two, and then the list goes on. And then at the time, uh, I was not in any relationship. I was not dating anybody else. So right. I was free. So, okay, let me do this. You know, digital nomad life, you know, mm-hmm. let's do this. Right. So I was really um, uh, ambitious about that, but... Mm-hmm didn't happen and um i'm not really considering it this point <laughs> right because of the happy reason something else happened true that's true which we will get to in a bit hi this is linda at the beginning of this section i talk about the loss of my grandmother involving suicide I know this can be too disturbing to some of you. So if you want to avoid this content, skip to 21 minutes, 45 seconds. I'll link it in the show note as well. So let's have an overall review of 2020 by summarizing the entire year in three keywords. Mm -hmm. I can start first okay? because my first keyword is very close to what I just mentioned. Um, So my first keyword is kindness. Mm, That's good. This kindness is toward myself. Mm -hmm. I'm a very kind person. Like, I'm a kind person to other people. Mm -hmm. um, She has been. (laughs) But unfortunately, I was not really kind enough to myself. But as I mentioned earlier, uh, everything 
got better over the time. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of my happiness index, I was in a pretty good place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, compared to previous years. Um, so there are a few things that I worked on, including writing the Be Kind to Myself journal. So mm-hmm. I'll definitely continue that habit. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep. What about you, Linda? What's your first keyword? My first keyword is grief. Because mm. early this year, in February, my uh, maternal grandmother passed away in Korea. And that just wrecked my life. It happened right after my birthday. So mm. I was like not expecting the news. Um, we knew she was going to pass away soon because she was sick and she was in a, um assisted living facility. But um, it was the first death of a person that was close to me. I I have mm. had loss of dogs, family dogs that we had that were um, heartbreaking. But this was the first person who was close to me. So um, it was really hard. It was like the first two months, I cried so often. Chris mm. begged me to go get therapy session because oh. I was not getting it. He just, he had a hard time watching me close yeah. by. Um, and that continues. It seems like uh, grief is not something that just goes away. I, I get used to it. And sort of the intensity of the feeling um, fades, like gets lower. Um, but that's something that that got me think a lot about grief and that. And think about other people who are going through the same uh, similar experience of loss. So that's my first keyword. Ah, If you don't mind me asking, so after your long period of grief, Mm -hmm. what do you think are the most difficult part for you? I mean, you mentioned that it was not a surprising news for you, Mm -hmm. knowing that, you know, she was not in a good condition. Is it more like... um, the fact that before she passed away, she was in a nursing home, or is it because that you were not able to go to her funeral because of mm. COVID situations? Yeah. You know, what are the most like bothering things that give you a difficult time? I I felt intense uh, emotion in, in mixed emotions. One of the things that bothered me most, I would say, or I had the hardest time was anger i was very angry i'm still angry talking about it um Mm. because i think my grandmother did not deserve the treatment that she got before she died and before she went to hospital um she was in the facility for three years after going through uh intensive um icu intensive care unit because Mm. she uh attempted suicide and um you know I I have struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts. So I understand how painful it is to think yeah. of dying and wanting to die, wanting to end one's life. So whenever I think about it, that how how painful she must have felt that oh. led her to that action. I feel really sad and I feel angry at that situation. I feel angry at the society. I feel angry at all the family members, um, mm. my mom's generation, and, and all the doctors, everyone. Because 
after she went to the facility, I mean, her body recovered to continue, but she never got mental treatment. In Korea, uh, that's not common. Right, right. I mean, in the U.S., it would make sense. Like, you had such a traumatic event of committing suicide or attempting suicide, you must get mental treatment. But that didn't happen for my grandmother. And she suffered three more years and, and eventually died. And unfortunately, I, I prayed. I, didn't, I don't pray to God, but I really hoped that she died as soon as possible because mm. I knew she was suffering. Um, and she suffered more because of pandemic, because the last two years, visitors were not allowed in her facility. Yeah. So um, I was so angry and sad about the situation she had to live through before she died. Ugh. I was glad she died, but um, it was the situation leading up to it. So it's a lot for me to process. It's These yeah. feelings don't go away. They they sort of calm down a little bit and still sitting in the corner of my head or heart, but they're still there. So it's a, it's a long journey of recovering from grief. And thank you. Thank you for asking, Hina. It's, it's nice to talk about it. Yeah, no, thanks for sharing. Um, especially knowing that she even tried to end her life on her own. I just can't imagine how hard her life was even before that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just so sad. And now I understand. I mean, I cannot completely understand anyway. Because mm -hmm. um, it's your grandmother. You have, you know, you know, special memories with her and everything. But I sort of understand where that anger came from mm -hmm. at least. So yeah. thanks for yeah sharing that. Wait, I can't wait to um, hear your second keyword because I think it's going to make everything feel better. To <laughs> 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 do the drum roll, Hina's uh, second keyword is... Okay. Love. 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 <laughs> love. I don't know. Love. I kind of... It makes me cringe a little bit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm a... I don't know. I feel shy to talk about something um, like this. But um, yes, it's a, such a big thing that happened to me. And I think it's the best thing that ever happened to me in 2022. Um, so I met Chris in January in tw 2022. And um, so we talked a little bit about, and no, we talked a lot about dating and relationships in our past 10 and 20, respectively. Uh, in the U.S. in our dating episode, which was recorded in in Korean. Mm -hmm. So just a background, before I met Chris, I took a long break. And the reason why I t decided to take a long break is not a positive reason. Um, as you probably guessed, you know, I was really exhausted about those shallow dating relationship and culture in the u.s and um especially in new york city yeah yeah especially in new york city i was really exhausted at one point and what was frustrating is that i'm really trying hard you know instead of giving up and doing nothing because if you give up nothing's gonna happen mm-hmm I keep pushing myself, you know, to meet new people, um, mm -hmm. you know, give my 100% and very committed from the beginning. But things didn't really work out well. 
Um, so I decided to take a long break. Also, part partially thanks to COVID, um, it's a good timing to kind of have some more time for myself mm-hmm. and have some soul searching time. And then, yes, I tried a new app, and this time I did some. extensive research to find a quote-unquote better platform because um there are a ton of you know dating apps out there and some are known for more you know like a younger people you know easy meetup stuff and some are for like a quote-unquote old and classic apps for people who are you know ready for more serious relationships so mm-hmm. i tried one of the um app that i thought only old people use okay <laughs> what um, is it it's okay cupid oh yeah yeah i think it's classic but also it's it's used by many people that might be the biggest uh, advantage like, i think it's been around for a while but right. if you ask like people in 20s i don't think there's only a few people who are on okay Mm. but i could be wrong but at least from based on my experiences um okay cupid is not really popular for younger Mm. people um but well anyway i'm not in my 20s so so i tried it uh and then he's the first person i matched up oh my god you locked out it's the, I know. It's the love at first match. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. First person I matched up, and then first person I continued the conversation with on the app, and then mm. first person I actually met up in person. Um, wow. And since then, everything just went well and smoothly. Yeah. So we're still together, and um, it feels like we've been together for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know why. I really feel very comfortable and be myself when I'm with him. And there's yeah. no any like drama or argument over uh, miscellaneous or shallow things between us. I mean, it must mean that you two are compatible. Compatible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Like, I'm sometimes really surprised that we don't really force anything to each other. We don't mm-hmm. really expect anything that each other person does not have. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't try to change each other. Yeah, there's nothing we need to like work on or try to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I feel very comfortable. Yeah. It just I can totally be me. Yeah, I think I've talked to a few of my friends Usually after I spend the weekend or a few days with him, I feel like I'm refreshed and like rejuvenated. Uh-huh. Feels like uh, I was on a like a healing trip <laughs> or a camp yeah. or like a therapy session, even though we didn't really talk about something, you know, like issues or anything like that. Yeah, that's the power of love. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. So I've been having such a great and grateful time this year. I'm I'm very happy for you. All right. What's your second keyword, Linda? My second keyword. Nothing more um, exciting than the first one. <laughs> Sickness. <laughs> That's oh. my keyword. You know, I was definitely feeling better with grieving after summer break. Guess what? As uh, soon as the semester started in September, I got COVID. <laughs> I know. And, you know, um, I was sick 
definitely for a month. The coughing and short breath lasted mm-hmm. a month, and I had a hard time.、Um, and I was glad that I recovered from it. And then when I visited my brother in November, I got sick from him. <laughs> oh no! It was not COVID, but it was a severe cold. So I had a lot of almost cough like a flu. Yeah, it was almost flu, except that、yeah. I didn't have fever.、Um, mm. So I was sick for a month again,、oh. and and I'm like, wow! I just can't wait for this year to be over. I just struggle a lot mentally and physically this year. So yeah, that's my second keyword. <laughs> Not so fun. I can't、uh, wait to talk about the third one. It's, it, yeah, it's better.、Um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry about that.、Um, I feel like because we are very close and we talk to each other a lot.、Mm-hmm. I feel like you've been sick almost half a year. That's how I felt. Yeah, right.、Uh, even though it it was like what, about a month for it because it's more recent, right? Yeah, true. So I'm so glad that you are almost fully recovered at、yep. this point, and hopefully no more, no more sickness. Yep. And you know, I'll be traveling to New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania、yes. over the holiday. I'm gonna keep my mask on everywhere、mm. I go, like because people are getting sick. So、yeah. stay safe, and、uh, let's talk about Hina's last keyword. What is it? Yep. My last keyword is Korea. So it is okay. It is something unusual for me because, first of all, I don't have a lot of Korean friends here, and I don't do a lot of "quote unquote" Korean stuff here, like celebrating Korean holidays. I don't、mm-hmm. do that because、right. I don't have family, and I don't have like Korean friends, and、mm-hmm. I've been alienating myself from Korea. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't plan to or intend to, on top of that, because of COVID, I didn't get a chance to visit my country for、mm-hmm. a while. So, and one thing that I thought about after、um, adding this keyword in our script, I realized that I was not really proud、mm. that I'm from a different country. Yeah, and it's part of. The cultural mindset that we talk about、mm-hmm. talked about in our previous episode. I was so eager to fit in and blend yeah, in. Yep. So I don't want people to see differently. Right. And even after they found out that you know I have an accent, you know I'm not from here. I don't really bring up topics about Korea because what I, my fear is that. Me bringing up foreign topic that they do not know well about,、mm-hmm. and maybe making the situation awkward.、Mm-hmm. But it's just all in my head, you know. Right. And what I learned from my good friend Lu, so she's from China, and then she's so good at blending topics about China and her identity in a social setting.、Mm. And actually, people happy to hear about her story、mm-hmm. and the cultural difference, and then conversation really went well from that、mm-hmm. point. And people actively ask questions about to learn more about it. Right. But I was always kind of suppress my different identity,、mm-hmm. and also if people like ask a lot of questions. For some reason, I just like make it really short and then try、mm-hmm. to like change to other、right. topics. 
So yeah, that's my previous few years of life. And starting this year, first, yes, this year is the year that we are working on our podcast Mm -hmm. in full the entire year. So obviously, we talk a lot about Korea, Korean identity, and etc. And then second, uh, because of my trip to Korea, uh, unintentionally or intentionally, there are many opportunities that I brought up my identity, you know, because... Like, you are talking to your colleague about your vacation Mm. and people, hey, where did you go? Or where are you planning to go? Then, yes, that got brought up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so in many ways and many other social settings, uh, there are a lot of chance that I brought up this identity. Mm -hmm. So, and also, like I said earlier, I started dating Chris in January and then he is a, uh, he's from here, he's white American. So naturally, there are many times that I brought up something about Korean food mm-hmm. or culture and my family and etc. So yeah, it seems like this year is some really full of Korean stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, I think I went through that phase um, of trying my best to fit in. I mean, you you don't even think about it. You're just trying to, I don't know, work things out. Uh, in terms mm. of job and relationship, and um, and later on you realize what happened. You realize sort of like, oh, I don't feel like hundred percent myself. I'm not fully revealing myself um, mm. for whatever reason. Uh, so yeah, I went through those uh, phases, and I'm very glad that now I have better awareness. I have a, a very close Korean friend, Hina. And and I have this podcast where I can proudly uh, talk about being Korean. So I'm there with you, Hina. I'm I'm very proud of you. And also, definitely thanks to our podcast, I feel a lot more confident about bringing this identity and Mm -hmm. then talking to other people about what we do Mm -hmm. and what's different in our culture. Right. I think I just have one left, right? Yeah, so what's your last keyword of 2022? Hopefully it's something positive. (laughs) I mean, everything is all part of my experience, but this one is a really highlight. Art. My keyword Mm. is art. And I never imagined that that would become part of my life. What happened was I used to write more, definitely wrote more last year than this year. When my grandmother passed away, I could not write. Writing was so hard because I write personal essays and poetry. My brain didn't want to look inside my heart because it was so mm-hmm. painful. And then I found that I could still do visual art. I, I've been drawing and that I venture into other mediums. I started painting, watercolor, do collage, etc. And art definitely made me feel better and it was not as hard as writing um, when my brain was just fed up with too much emotion and thoughts so um, that has been going on for a full year and I be, I've been sharing it on Instagram and I've been going to art making groups online and offline so I can connect with other artists and I'm so excited I, I feel like this art is um my grandmother's legacy. She sort of pushed mm. me in this direction, and I, 
I am so glad that happened. Yeah, I really like how you phrased that, and I can see that this art has been a highlight of your grief mm-hmm. and sickness over、right. a long period of time.、Mm-hmm. That's how you kind of got through this kind of you know hard time、right. over the year, and then you even started an Instagram account.、Mm-hmm. Um, To honor your grandmother. Oh, you're right. So, I I forgot because you know I did it during、yeah. the summer when I was traveling. You're right.、Um, goodbye, grandmother. Right. <laughs> that, that is the channel I made because I intentionally went off that、um, travel with that project in mind. I developed my grandmother's photo, like a portrait photo, and cut out the silhouette, and I brought it. Everywhere that I travel、um, during summer, I took photo of her、um, in different places, as if I am traveling with her. <laughs> Because I didn't really travel with her,、mm. <laughs> that is something that we'll never be able to do in in real life. So it was、um, it was the project that I did it for myself, and I posted the photo in real real time. I also did the journal, grief journal. I posted the journal and the photo on Instagram, sharing my travel with her, virtual travel. So, yeah, that's what I did、um, as an art project. Um, um, yeah, thanks for reminding me. I just、uh, put up end to it, at least for the moment、um, when、mm-hmm. I came back from the travel.、Um, yeah. So it's still there. Yeah, I will link it in the show note. Yeah, please do. I was. Really inspired by that because that also made me to look back my life because it's always about me, me, me. You know, going somewhere,、mm. doing what's next, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I never thought about going on a trip with my grandma either.、Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, she's not capable to do that physically at、mm-hmm. this point. And even with my parents, because it's even hard to see them. Even once per year, like、right. how am I possibly even imagining about going on a trip with them?、Mm-hmm. But I'll do my best to make opportunities、yeah. moving forward. So my mom is going to retire in a couple of years. Oh, so I'm hoping. I know, even though it's painful to be with my parents twenty four seven, but I guess it's you know universal across all you know adults. Kids, but um, yeah, I'll definitely do my best to plan something so I do not regret too much when I don't get a chance to do that. Yeah, that sounds good. Do what you can, you know. Yeah, doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah, I was in tears too. Oh gosh, we are recording in mid December. And、uh, I still need two more weeks. I'm glad there are still two more weeks to sort of wrap up everything in my life in 2022. Because I can't believe 2023-2023 is coming. <laughs> I'm very glad it's coming, but I can't believe it yet.、Um, I know. So, what are you thinking? Are you? How do you feel <laughs> about it? <laughs> uh, so, um, first of all. I am very hopeful and positive based on 2022. A lot of good things happen, and even though there was a really hard time, 
it got resolved over time.、Mm-hmm. So very hopeful. There's not a very big concern or anything like that. And regarding COVID,、um, I don't know. I don't think there is a forever end to、mm-hmm. it, but at least you know society and our daily life kind of went back to normal.、Mm-hmm. So, a few things that I plan and continue to、mm-hmm. uh, work on are first practice being present. So yeah, I think it can be rephrased as mindfulness. Yep. So yep. what I really want to focus on is. Being at the moment because、mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about what's next. Yeah, what's what to next? do? To what do to list. do?、Ugh. And yeah, exactly. And when I keep thinking about what's next, at the same time, I'm updating my to do list either on my phone、mm-hmm. or on my like physical notebook. And I probably check my to do list fifteen to twenty times per day. Yeah. <laughs> and even when I'm in a relaxing mode, let's say, oh, this Saturday. I'm gonna do nothing,、mm-hmm. and it's just a relaxing day. But I realize that I cannot do that, even though、yeah. I'm lying down in my bed、yeah. doing nothing. I keep thinking about something else. What what needs to get done, right? Yeah, what needs to get done. So there are a few phrases that I remind to myself. So first one is be present、mm-hmm. and be here right now,、mm-hmm. and last one is. Breathe deep and feel all over.、Mm, focus on what you sense, right? Yeah, whatever I'm doing, just give hundred percent of myself、mm-hmm. to whatever I'm doing. So that's something I'll continue to、um, work on. It takes practice, yeah, because you know we、yeah. haven't been doing it all our life. We've been conditioned to keep worrying about what to do. So it takes practice, but I'm glad you started it. Yeah. Yeah, because we were educated and trained to do the opposite the yep, whole life. That's、yep. how society goes, you know. Yeah. And the next one is <laughs> growing our podcast.、Woo-hoo. So pump it up, pump it up. <laughs> I also feel super positive and hopeful our podcast because we started recording in English. By doing so, we are able to share our stories with a lot. Larger audiences、mm-hmm. across, like literally across the world. Right. So very excited about the growth. Um. So yeah, please share our episode with your <laughs> friends and family and fellow K whatever friends. Yeah. Let's let's grow this together. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this together. I think that's like major big plans I have for twenty twenty three. What about you, Linda? Sounds good, Tina. I'm I'm glad that you shared yours. I I will root for you. I'll I'll be part of it. Thank you. Um, for me, I thought about this like a few days ago while journaling. Again, I want to prioritize health, my health, writing,、mm. and making art. Those are what I want to focus on in the new year. Um, and and then I wrote a please, nobody else dies. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Because I feel like, oh gosh, like having another person die in the following year, I think、oh, it will be too much. And I was telling myself, at least let's skip one year. <laughs> it,、yeah. it sounds silly, but I know I feel confident that I can prioritize my health, writing, and making art. But I don't think I can do it well if I have another loss. Because I I、mm. know that 
having loss is just so hard. So hopefully, I I will get to pursue what I want to pursue more next year with without anyone dying close to me. <laughs> so people, oh, no. people stay healthy and safe. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure that you already kind of practiced and developed your own coping mechanism mm-hmm. over the uh, the past long period of, of grief. So, mm-hmm. I mean, things are, you know, totally out of our control. If something happened, mm-hmm. I strongly believe that you will be in a lot more mm-hmm. better place this yeah, time. You're right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. About you. Oh, you know, I forgot. I, I said I'm going to talk about my phone addiction. That was like grieving and illness was number one reason that I uh, could not work totally on my phone addiction. Because, you know, that was my coping mechanism, like escaping yeah. into my phone playing game watching like video or reading webtoon mm-hmm. and that got me through and it worked I'm, I'm glad i had that uh, available but um hopefully new year because that's part of my health plan i i want to mm-hmm. stay off screen more uh, to improve my health because i don't think it's very healthy to keep staring at my phone too long so yeah i feel i feel hopeful too yeah yeah, I think it would be fun to have a like a mid-year check-in about this. So <laughs> okay, Hina, you are so strategic. <laughs> Motivate you. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. If you remember, I'll forget. So you remember. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. I'll remember. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm so glad we recorded that. I feel sort of wrapped up what should i say i feel like i folded up like a laundry that's laying around which is called (laughs) 2022 now i feel like okay we organized it by talking through it now i'm like ready to move on to the to the future so ah wait so what's waiting for us in the future episode wait (laughs) wait hold on i'm laughing because i'm literally looking at it a pile of laundry that i need to fold because i just finished my (laughs) you you gotta get to it you can't end the year without Uh, folding your laundry (laughs) but i feel good forget about the real laundry um yeah and wonder your cat will sit on it So, yeah, in our next episode, we talk about social gatherings and social interactions. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people, including us, will be meeting families and friends Mm. over the holiday period to celebrate end of year and the Mm. new year. So, yeah, let's dive into how we interact in the kind of social settings. Linda is an extrovert person and I'm the opposite so we obviously have a different ways mm-hmm. to you know navigate those situations so yep please tune into our next episode and see you in two weeks sounds good see you then bye 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 thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast Connect with us on Instagram, American Case Sisters, or send us a message at AmericanCaseSisters at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about each episode, check the show notes below. A big shout out to Miss Christine for the beautiful music in our podcast. Share our show with your fellow fans of Korea and K-Everything. <laughs>